0: We are back for week two, episode two of the Gas and Go podcast. Uh, not going to lie, it feels good to be here in week two. Uh, I think we were surprised at how many listeners we got. We had some good feedback. So thanks to everyone that uh, took the time out to, to listen to our first episode. Uh, some of our feedback actually included a prominent member of sports media. So we're, uh, we think we've got something here. Uh, but we, we do realize we've got some audio issues to fix and hopefully, hopefully week two, you'll see an improvement there. Uh, if not, wait for week three. So let's get after it. Uh, if you listened last week, you know the deal. If not, I think you'll pick up on it pretty quickly. I'm gonna give a quick introduction to the rest of the team here. Of course, I forgot to introduce myself. This is Gary, the crew chief. Uh, so boys, I'm gonna introduce you and give you two questions. I don't want long answers. First question is, did you think we would make it to week two? Second question will be uh, individual for each of you. So first up, we've got our gas man, Dave, AKA Papa Bear. Uh, Ladies, just remember this is our Chocolate Myers of the group. Dave, did you think we'd make it this far?
1: Absolutely not. I'm happy to be back.
0: (laughs) Second question, Dave, I want the audience to get to know us a little bit. Who is your favorite all-time driver?
1: Little E, baby. Junior. Got me into the sport. He's, yeah, whatever. Short answers. Junior.
0: (laughs) All right. For for those that have been here, that's Dale Jr. Uh, Eight or 88?
1: Eight, baby. All day. One eight. Single.
0: (laughs) Single eight. All right. Next up, we got our analytics guru, Ryan, a.k.a. Rhino. Ryan, did you think we would make it this far?
1: Yes, of course. All five of us, all in stride the entire time. No one left for a single second. Happy to see it.
0: (laughs) All right, Ryan, what is your favorite NASCAR track?
1: NASCAR track? Give me one of those Southwest Virginia, Bristol, Martinsville, Richmond. Give me one of those. A little short track. Never put dirt on them, ever. (laughs)
0: Love it. Love it. All right. Next up, we've got the five greatest Jackmen of all time. That's Dylan, 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 and Dylan. Dill. Did you think we'd make it this far?
2: Oh yeah, never a doubt. <laughs> all right,
0: Dill. Who is your favorite current
2: driver? My favorite current driver. Um, I'm a big Bubba guy. We're gonna go with Bubba riding the 43 till we're the 23.
0: All right, good answer. I thought you might go with the colonel, Colonel Cole Custer. Uh, We got to get going on this podcast is making that nickname stick for uh, old Cole there. So let's keep that in mind. And then last but not least, we've
3: got our spotter, Connor. Connor, are you surprised we're here? After the first production meeting, I didn't think we were making it to week one. So yes, very (laughs) surprised.
0: (laughs) All right, Connor, here's your question. Who is your all-time favorite driver that has worn braces? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, braces, no braces, doesn't matter. The Biff all the way. All right, Connor going with Greg Biffle. Good, good answer there. All right, well,
0: before we jump into our normal uh, stages and, and uh, little segments that we got, I do have to uh, bring up, uh, what happened on Jeopardy this week? <laughs> For those that didn't watch, uh, there was a NASCAR question. So my wife and I like to watch Jeopardy. makes us uh, feel smart when we can get one answer right every week. Um, but I will play the audio of this question from Jeopardy of last week. Yes, very Freight. free. Last name of brothers Kyle and Kurt,
2: cool as ice, as they finished one and two at NASCAR's Food City 500 in 2019. Amy? Or,
3: of course. No. Kevin or Garrett? What is Bush? Picked a
0: different beer. Kevin. Well, the category was uh, beer brands that are also last names of people. So, for example, one of the clues was uh, who was the governor of Massachusetts from 1790 to 1796, and the answer was Sam Adams. So, this clue was about Kurt and Kyle Bush and the contestants were asked to give their last name. As you could hear, Amy said, Coors. Now, I'm gonna go a little uh, uh, different way than you guys think I might be going here. I'm actually proud of Amy. She, uh, she actually answered the question. She gave a legit, I think, if you don't know anything about NASCAR or beer answer and Coors, where the other two schmoes up there couldn't even muster up an answer. I mean, no one, you know, and at least Amy didn't say Corona or Heineken. You know, she gave Coors, which, of
1: course, if we told the Dylan car. the Kyle Coors, the number 28 car came in ninth last week, he <laughs> would think twice and he might think that that's actually what happened. I must say, yeah, that's
2: say, very fair.
3: <laughs> I, I, must I, say Kurt, the I really like the name Kurt Coors. That, that sounds like a cool detective from the 50s or something. I, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. My well. big
1: takeaway from the clip was actually Trebek, you know, giving him the correct answer. He he said Bush with, I mean, a Christmas that could be used in a commercial. <laughs> that's true. There are at least four H's in that Bush. <laughs> that is a man that has cracked a cold one open.
0: Uh, yeah. Alex said that like he knew exactly who the Bush brothers were. That's for sure. All right. Well, that was our Jeopardy uh, segment of the week. Apparently rumor is there's going to be more NASCAR questions on Jeopardy next week. So Stay tuned uh, for that in week three of the podcast. All right, let's move into what we normally start with. Where did you watch the race? Ryan, kick us off. Where did you watch this the race this week?
1: I was back in Home Central, lugged the BTV back upstairs, but I watched it on mute, so I didn't have to listen to Jeff Burton and just listen to <laughs> Kyle Bush's radio while I cried and cried and cried and cried.
3: <laughs> All right, uh, Connor, where did you set up for I was in my house, I, uh, I caught actually 47% of the race, flipping back at uh, the start between the Washington football team and the race, and then uh, obviously got my Sunday afternoon nap in, so missed a good segment there, and then, then caught the last about 15 laps, was pretty happy with my, uh, with my performance there. That's a, that's a lot better than the last week, kudos to you. Papa
0: Bear, were you able to uh, watch any of the race?
1: I got the majority of it, majority of it on the television. I saw the start of the race upstairs and then came downstairs for the conclusion of the race. Those middle two segments. They're a little hazy, uh, but I did see the start and I did see the finish. And I think that's really the critical part.
2: (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. All right,
0: Dale, where were you able to watch the race from or did you watch the race?
2: Like Connor, I also stepped it up a little bit from last week. Uh, I, I watched the first part of the race on my laptop on mute because both TVs were on football. And then I did a, a little Sunday afternoon nap, woke up with, I think, like 35 laps to go with Ryan Priest in the lead and watched the, the remainder of it.
0: Did you think you were on the right race when
2: you saw Ryan Priest in the lead? Hmm. I didn't think I was on the right race from turning it on on my laptop through the end of the, the checkered flag there.
3: <laughs> Did you think it was e-racing when you saw Prius in the in the front? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know where we were.
0: All right. Well, I, I was able to watch uh, most of the race out in my media room in my garage where I've got a couple TVs set up. Uh, again, my wife is in a very... Uh, aggressive DIY situation in the house. So I was helping her out with a little bit of that midway through, actually walked the dog for a little bit. So caught some on PRN and then ended up watching the rest in my living room. So it looks, sounds like, you know, we all got a, uh, a good view of this race this week. So hopefully we've got some good insights to share with you. Uh, and before we hop into stage one, we're going to go into Uh, Two Truths and a Lie, which we got good feedback on actually. So excited for Two Truths and a Lie this week. So again, recap here, Two Truths and a Lie. I'm going to give three facts. Uh, Our team is going to have to decipher which of those three is a lie and which two are truths. So usually we we start off with the people that didn't watch the race, but sounds like everyone did. So we'll give it a little bit of a free for all this week. Um, And here we go. Clue number one. Chase Elliott is now the active road course win leader with five wins. Clue number two, despite multiple spin-outs and incidents, there were only nine cautions, including stage and competition cautions. And finally, after a fifth place stage one finish, Timmy Hill carried that momentum into
3: a top 25 finish. (laughs) Oh mama. I think I know number one is false, be- I think, because it was – Jeff Gordon. They, they showed good. this graphic at one point. Yeah. Jeff I Gordon's had- not active anymore, though. But he had- only had four. He only has four wins. Oh. Bad. Oh, no, he was During three break. in a row, though. This was his fourth in a row. Ooh.
2: So he, has, he had three – the three in a row at – what was it? Is it Daytona Road? I don't –
3: He won it a few weeks ago.
2: (laughs) And then he won this week. So that's at least four right there. The only thing I know about Chase Elliott is that he is the road course driver. That's like the one few things I know about NASCAR. If it's on a road course, Chase Elliott's your guy. I don't know if it's five specifically. Now, as the number
1: one Timmy Hill fan, though, you should know his finish.
2: I'm not the Timmy Hill fans on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave that to the experts.
3: I've asked the question in our group text multiple times did Timmy Hill finish on the lead lap and I never got an answer and I still don't know so that one could be fake <laughs> I
1: look I take issue with choosing not only nine cautions uh, I mean we watched back to back playoff races that had a combined what five cautions so I think that sounds about right uh, I mean they definitely had some some activity that got off the track and I think they tried to keep the cautions to a minimum I think nine sounds about right. But Timmy Hill came out, out the top. Timmy Hill not win. He
2: didn't win stage one, did he? There's no way he won
0: stage one. No, he didn't fifth. win stage fifth place. one. Fifth place, fifth in finishing stage one. All right, let's wrap this up. Anybody saying number one is the lie? Chase Elliott.
3: Connor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I think it's true. I think I got my my numbers mixed up. I'm going true. All right, number two. Anybody think number two is the lie, the, the number of cautions? That feels right.
0: All
2: right. That was, uh, sounds lie. like I a mean, consensus. You know, is, I think we're all on
3: number three. I'm
2: going
1: number, hang me. on, hang on, hang on. I, somebody's got – I'll go Jimmy Johnson has more road course victories at this point than Chase. All yeah. right.
0: Chase Elliott is, in fact, now the active road <laughs> course win leader with five road course wins. Despite multiple spinouts and incidents, there were only nine cautions, Eight? including stage and competition cautions. <laughs> and after a fifth-place stage one finish, Timmy Hill carried that momentum into a dead last finish, <laughs> <and> 52 laps <laughs> behind, blowing
2: his engine. Yes. <laughs> they the value of that, was going down.
1: Our uh, phone lines are open, Mister Hill. We are still interested in that bumper sticker.
2: Damn.
0: All right. Well, Timmy, that's your first mention of the week. Sh- we'll, be- we'll be sure to circle back to you. So let's uh, let's get DW to bring us into stage one here. Boogity, boogity,
2: boogity. Let's go racing, boys!
0: All right. Stage one. We're talking about winners in the race. Chase Elliott, like we've mentioned once again, is the winner on a road course. That's now four in. In a row for him, five overall. Uh, he got the automatic qualifier into round eight. Not that he probably really needed it, but still nice to clinch it that way. Dave, what does this win mean for NASCAR's most popular driver, Chase Elliott?
1: I, I think it's perfect. I, I think it was the perfect finish for NASCAR. Uh, you got a Chevy winning in Charlotte. You got the son of a you know a legacy NASCAR driver winning in Charlotte. Uh, establishing this road course dominance that what a great storyline. So I just, I don't think NASCAR could have drawn this up any better. Uh, I mean, for chase, obviously it's, it's momentum. It's a spot that he probably had anyway in the top eight, but what, you know, to already be, as we found out in two truths and a lie, the active leader in road course wins. Um, There's no Boris said to compete with anymore. A lot of road course dubs left for him in his career.
0: Mhm. Mhm. What, what do you guys think Chase Elliott's final four
1: odds are? They gotta I got to be pretty good. They got to be pretty good.
3: He'll get in there. No, maybe not. I have one to think, of the eight will get in there. He's taking a lot of momentum in. I mean, I think he does okay the next track, um, and and I can see him sneaking in. I think I can see him getting a win in the next three, and sneaking into that last four.
2: I agree. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna sneak in there. Wow!
1: All right. I don't have him in, but I think he'll be right outside. He's got. A, he's got as good a shot as anybody at this point. But I don't have him in my final four.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I think it's interesting to see uh, um, a guy like Chase Hill, uh, Chase Hill, Chase Elliott, like you mentioned, Dave, a legacy NASCAR guy. I mean, it used to be you know so early, sort of early two thousands into the mid two thousands, everyone sort of had that road expert on call. Uh and, and the road courses I don't think were taken as seriously as as amongst all of the drivers. And now uh they certainly are. I mean Chase Elliott certainly is taking them seriously, but you see other guys up there too that that know how to wield around these road courses pretty well. Um and you look at the schedule next year, you've got six road courses on the schedule. So, you know, six thirty-six races right there. That's a lot of uh points a lot of wins that could create automatic qualifiers and a lot of wins like Chase got today that could send you into the next round. So road courses are here, you know, at least for the immediate future, that's for sure. And Chase Elliott looks like he's, uh, he's gonna be the king of them for, for some time
1: as well. So does it concern you that we had a road course race, the most popular winner, interesting weather, cutoff race, and there was no buzz about this on Twitter or anywhere outside of this five person sphere? <laughs> like isn't this the perfect makings of what should be everyone should be talking about but no one was talking about it or is that just that we're only going to get Daytona 500 that people are going to care
3: it was it was one of the most exciting races that I've ever watched I I thought for for what I did watch I thought it was it was you know exhilarating and 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 to see Chase win, which I'm, I'm a big Chase fan, and, and it's someone different than Hamlin or um, Harvick, it, it was exciting. I mean, I I, I really liked it. I, and I like the spin-outs with no caution. That was great. To just see a car just, like, stuck in the grass for, like, <laughs> five minutes or whatever. That was fantastic. I think Ryan
0: Newman spun his way home. He's still yeah. out there in his garage <laughs> <laughs> rolling donuts. Yeah.
1: Henseth right behind him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it it's interesting you said that because I think I mentioned on our little group chat during the race, uh you, you know, NASCAR was running up against that six o'clock window again. And there was a couple of instances there at the last couple of laps where they might have thrown a caution, but I don't think they wanted to send this one to CNBC like they did the Xfinity race the night before. They they tried to keep it in prime time. Maybe they uh they heard that switching from the from you know, the national channel to the backup channels was hurting them a little bit.
1: And it's not it's not great timing for NASCAR, right, to be riding a hot streak uh, when, you know, you were really one of the only sports going for a while. And now you're up against baseball playoffs. You were you were up against the NBA playoffs and now you're in full swing against an NFL season. So that, you know, that's going to hurt some of the momentum. But races like Sunday is what's going to bring the fans back.
2: Yeah. Right. I think
0: it's
1: the, the, the part, perfect race, and you, yeah. and you still didn't have any anything going on. But I like, didn't even
2: see like any videos or highlights. So I feel like you know whoever's kind of whether it's NASCAR or whether it's you know people like J-Ski or whoever want to be in the NASCAR sphere, like they got to be pumping out a lot more like Twitter content like that because nothing. No one's going to go into the race to see it. They're going to have to you know get a little glimpse of it first before they're tuning over, but. That was like my takeaway, too, is I, I thought it was the most relatable driving I've ever seen like on a NASCAR thing. These dudes were doing 55 on some of these turns. Like, <laughs> I could be out there whipping that thing around. <laughs> when I
3: first turned it on, the, they looked like they were going 15 miles an hour, like the first lap or whatever. I was like, what is this, the caution laps or the pre laps or whatever? That, that was uh, interesting to see. So yeah, Gary, I mean, you're anti-road
1: courses, right? So you're not, what do, you, what do you think about next year with having five on the schedule and then you still got the I, one roval?
0: I definitely prefer ovals. Um, I, uh, road courses are growing on me. I, I'm interested to see new road courses. I think Indianapolis, Road America and the uh, Coda down there in Austin, you know, it's new, so that's fun. Um, you know, there, there's something about, ovals that's nascar though so you know going feels in feels right <laughs> going in circles gets me going
1: <laughs> left turns baby
0: yeah but you know it was interesting that those rain tires at the beginning i thought wow this is you know this is kind of cool um but then but then you see it, it you know once once the track started to dry up and that that first group gambled on the slicks ty dylan i mean ty dylan ran through the field like it was nothing you know those those road tires really uh, show how much they slow those cars down and the wear on those things. Apparently, you know those guys were weren't even able to finish you know 15 laps on those road tires. Uh, so that w- that was interesting to see. Um, I know some people would probably like to see road tires everywhere, <laughs> race them around the ovals. But
1: I, think I like you- them putting more decision making into the crew chiefs and the drivers. The same thing with the choose cone. Just give the drivers more flexibility. You're going to get better racing. You're going to get more decision making more stuff for us to talk about.
3: I want to see that windshield wiper at Daytona, like going 200 miles, flying off someone's car, right into like the the window of the car behind them. That's, that would be exciting.
0: (laughs) That would be something. I mean, they might not need the tearaways. You could get some bug spray on there and uh, just use the windshield wiper.
2: (laughs) I don't understand why it had to like sit up on the window. It couldn't sit down on the dash like a normal Like why it have to look so dumb? <laughs>
0: that was to let you know it was there. That was the fan could see it and be like, wow, there's a windshield on wiper on this thing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it was an interesting race. The rain, you know, was supposed to be the big story. Wasn't really a story. First 10, 15 laps were kind of fun, splishing and splashing around, but ended up as a, as a pretty normal, uh, NASCAR road, road course race. Um, Let's talk about uh, who's advancing. So we got the top eight locked in Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, uh, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr., Alex Bowman, Kurt Busch, three Fords, three Chevys and two Toyotas. So as a Chevy guy, uh if you had told me, you know, 25 races ago you'd have three Chevys in the top 8, I would probably take that um a little bit su- <laughs> pleasantly surprised that it it worked out that way. I think Ford's probably a little bit disappointed and Toyota I think got, you know, probably their two top dogs in there. Except for probably Kyle Busch, they they probably would have like three. Uh so, you know, top top 8 are locked in. Boys, have any predictions on who's going to the top 4?
2: Oh yeah,
1: we got some notes.
2: Boy do we <laughs> now never. I, Did, I, mean, I, I think, have, yeah what's your top four i want to hear yours first
1: i got i got harvick hamlin Kezo, and truex and i think i think three of the four actually win three of these races um so to me that's that's going to be fun to see i do think, you think truex
2: gets enough points or off a win
1: i think truex gets in with a win at martinsville
2: yeah he's been dominant there recently does anyone think Harvick or Hamlin won't make
1: it? I got Harvick not making it.
2: Last, <laughs> three right, races,
1: <laughs> last three races, 11th, 20th, and 10th. He's got no SHR teammate left. Clint Boyer's dying on the side. Almirola, <laughs> too busy with the Smithfield sizzle. I mean, Cole Custer, what's he doing? He's going to have no help. He's not going to make it out. So who do you got? Uh, Let's go with the 11, the 22, the 2, and the 1. So all numbers that are one and two, I think. Yep, that's wow. how I did it. Yep. That is, all right. You going to go to Vegas with that four? Yes, me and the Bush
3: brothers and the Coors brothers. We'll all be in Vegas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See us at the tables.
3: I also have uh, Kurt Bush in the, in the final four. I think he sneaks in maybe with the win or even on points. I think he, uh, him and Chase Elliott are riding hot right now. Uh, from what I've seen, Kurt Busch has had some good um, finishes the past at least three races. What was he, you know, top five or top six in this road course race? Um, and so I think it, it's Hamlin, Harvick, Elliott, and Bush. in my top four. All right.
0: I like a little uh, mix up
3: here. Yeah, like yeah
2: mine, mine is similar to Dave's. We have one off from him. I have Harvick and Hamlin getting in, but I have Elliot instead of Kezo, and then True X rounding it out. I think I think Elliot gets a win in there. I think Harvick gets a win in there. And I think True X, I don't know how he gets in, but I think he gets in. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Doesn't Warwick sure. remind you of one of these like 12 and four NFL teams. that gets the two seed, they get the buy into the second round. They're taken, you know, they're on a boat somewhere. They took yeah, they're called the Patriots off. And they're going <laughs> to get punched in the face by Kurt Busch, literally. And figuratively. <laughs> a monster
0: number one Chevy is riding fast right now. All right. Well, I got, I actually have the same four as Dave, the 11, uh, the four, the two and the one. So Dave did not didn't have the. One. Oh, sorry, Dave? the nineteen, not the one. 19? Kurt, Kurt Bush on
3: my mind there.
0: <laughs> the i I've got two reps in Martinsville as
3: well. Kurt Bush is the New York Giants the the year they were the six seed and the uh, and went went all the way and beat Brady undefeated Brady. He's kind
2: like, like, Kurt Bush is definitely the wild card to keep an eye on. Although, I mean, what happens? All right, what happens if Bowman wins a race here and he's in the final four? <laughs> <laughs> Would they just call it off
0: (laughs) i I mean i think harvick and hamlin you know any everything but blowing engines at these next three races are pretty much going to be in on points um so ryan you're definitely going against the grain
1: there what can i say (laughs) see what i see we're talking about tracks where harvick has a a lot of good history too he's not going to forget how to win at these tracks He's sleeping. <laughs> He'll wake up.
0: I made that note about Harvick being the 10th, 20th, 11th place the last three races. It did seem like he sort of checked out there for the last three. Maybe, uh, maybe, I don't know.
1: I mean, I it's only why. three races, but I mean, come on. Give me a top ten. He
2: also, what he could, like, you know, he, he already had earned it. He knew he was in, so why, why not?
3: Yeah, he yeah, should race for wins. I mean, no one no one thought Ryan Blaney was going to be out the first from the 16 to the 12, and he just had three blow-up races. You never know one of these guys could could do the same. Should do you think out. Harvard's a really five-pound five bag of lead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> racing to that red joke. After I give him a track <laughs> to sneak it in, he's definitely getting a five-pounder of lead.
2: <laughs> All right, well, I think that, that's a pretty good uh, rundown
0: of the race. And the winner there, the only thing I'm going to slide in here for you guys and our listeners is I want to mention two guys not in the playoffs that I think are going a little bit under the radar here. And one of these guys will roll nice into stage two. Tyler Reddick, since Richmond, has a 11th place, 4th place, 7th place, 12th place, and then 138th in Vegas where he blew something. But he's doing pretty well for a rookie out there. That's two top 10s, an 11th and a 12th. And then Eric Jones actually since Darlington in the playoffs has a fourth place, a 22nd, a third and eighth, a second and a third. He's got four top fives in the playoffs. So talk about a guy that's looking for a ride that's showing uh, that he can wheel it around there. Uh, I'm happy for him in, in doing that. So let's, let's segue right into the, to stage two here. Silly season I think is uh, and for our listeners stage two is where we just sort of talk about the goings on in NASCAR separate from the race, and the winner. Uh, And I think silly season is the dominant headline still right now uh, separate from actual on the track stuff. So uh, we had some news break last week. Top news I think would be Clint Boyer is going to retire. He's going to join Mike joy and Jeff Gordon in the booth at Fox uh, leaving the 14 at Stuart Haas racing open. Uh, A lot of people have speculation who that is going to be chase briscoe chief amongst them uh any reactions to clint boyer hanging up the
1: wheel and going in grabbing the mic i'm going to miss that two-man booth for that those fox races that is excellent especially after having to suffer through these nbc uh broadcasts but (laughs) clint boyer is going to be awesome he did great with the i-racing stuff so I'm looking forward to that. And Chase Briscoe is going to be very good next year. He's a good road courser, five road courses on the schedule before the playoffs. He's going to sneak in there. He's going to be the Cole custer 2021.
3: I think the, the Boyer to the booth B2B is uh, an obvious move. He was great in the, in the I Racing league. And, uh, and I think it's, it's, I, I mean, for me, I, I wasn't shocked at all when I heard that announcement. I, I think he'll do well there. And I think it's, he's better off there.
1: Yeah, I think this has worn him out, right? I mean, you can see in his Zoom interviews how little he likes what's going on right now. I mean, clearly he can still drive a race car. I just don't know like, that he still wants to get behind the wheel. So still passionate about the sport. Um, still get up there and talk about it. Great move, I think, for for him and for the fans.
2: I hope he still comes back for a couple of years or something, maybe the one special, and get like a full in-race headset with him calling the race <laughs> while he's driving it. It would be pretty incredible. <laughs>
3: That'd be pretty
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, I think you're right about being sort of tired. I mean, a lot of, a lot is on these drivers these days with almost having to secure your own sponsorships. He's looks like he's run about 25 different sponsors this year. Uh, So yeah, I'm sure it's a relief for him. Gets to spend a little bit more time at home. I know he's got some young kids, so yeah. Happy for Clint. You know, I've never been a huge Clint Boyer fan, but happy to happy for him and taking this next step. All right. Second headline, I think uh, that was the most noteworthy was Matty D, Matt De DiBenedetto, uh, getting his ride picked up again by the Wood Brothers, uh, you know, via Penske to to run the 21 again next year. Uh, the interesting part of that is it is just a one year deal. And then they are going to bring Chase, uh, sorry, Alex Sindrick up from the Penske Xfinity team to drive the 21. So Matty D gets another shot at it. Happy for him there, but uh, you know, he's got to show out year next year. He's got to find another ride. So hopefully Matty D can get that first win and get that permanent ride
1: after 2021. Anybody uh, have any thoughts on Matty D? He's got to find the win this year. And then maybe he can slide over to the two car if Brad's going to step away or maybe, go somewhere else, but then you got the Silver Spoon, Austin Sendrick, coming up to the 21. Father's the president of Penske, so I wonder how he got got that ride. So should be good to watch. Another well-designed Matty ride. D.
2: Matty D had a little bit of a breakout on social media during the racing when he tweeted out his picture of him getting ready for the race in only his underwear. So I think from a fan perspective, they got to keep him around and keep him online. Get him in races, having him do weird stuff. He can bring some fans in.
1: <laughs> for sure for sure
0: all right I think the uh other headline and maybe this one didn't catch as much attention was Daniel Suarez is going to join a new team Trackhouse racing in the 99 car so Trackhouse is actually going to take one of Spire Motorsports uh charters and hook up with RCR on an alliance so that should be pretty interesting we'll give uh RCR I guess three cars out there you know two under the RCR banner, one under track house racing and Daniel Suarez back uh again for a truck uh for an, for another cup season and in a new team it sounds like they've got a you know some sponsors lined up and some money to race They, they said they're ready to go, so that that should be interesting. I'm happy for Suarez. he seems like a nice guy. uh he sort of got pushed out there a little bit from Stuart House racing last year, so
3: good for him. I like to see it. I like the 99 number solid
1: yeah have there yeah. been any other ninety nines i can only think of like kurt bush in the ninety seven Sharpie. and a oh, oh Carl edwards and jeff burton and before uh, that x tied
0: purple and black right he ran a couple of different Sitco was on there for a while
3: x tie yeah he had he had some, some has there ever been a a three numbered car like a hundred and twelve or anything i think back in the day they had some of those uh <laughs> less <laughs> one
0: more of that less than the last <laughs> uh, 40 years but yeah
1: you sure. just automatically assume a car is not going to be fast when it's one of those like <laughs> 01s or O twos like you just know they're going to be a back marker right like timmy hill's probably on the hood or that
0: extra yeah, number sold, um, that yeah. old jack daniel's oh seven car that clint boyer used to drive was pretty funny
1: was there been Actually, a- Dill, Dill exclusively wants single digits on cars, and Connor's trying to add a third digit. So we we.
2: <laughs> no, I'll say this: the third digit, I'm on board with too. I want one number or three numbers.
3: <laughs>
1: this is out of control.
3: No. <laughs> Nothing in between. What about right, double? The,
0: the 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 last thing on my list here was Eric Jones still without a ride, and I sort of talked about that in stage one. I mean, the guy's got some talent, but again. Got to bring your sponsors uh, with you now. and doesn't sound like he's got any. So I've heard some rumors maybe to the 43, you know, that would, while that would be nice for him. Uh, we've seen what the 43 can and certainly cannot do recently. So. I think he's just
1: waiting for Kyle Larson to stay off of iRacing and make sure that he can't end up in that 88 or 25, whatever it's going to be. <laughs> and then he'll make the decision to go to the 43 or 37 or some mid mid tier team, but he's Kyle Larson insurance right now.
0: Yeah, that's probably Damn. a
1: good, good point.
0: Well, anything else going on that you guys want to talk about in the NASCAR world? Because I think it's about time to pay some bills. Uh, once again, this is where we cut to our sponsor segment. Uh, and once again, we have no actual sponsors. I thought after uh, week 1 they'd be flowing in but we're still in negotiations so possibly by week 3 but we're still going to we're still going to read this off like we got one so Dave what you got for us who's sponsoring the race uh, the episode this week
1: well i'm going to need a little little collaboration with you here Garrett you got to tell me who is synonymous with NASCAR and sunglasses
0: well Dave i stare at a poster of this man every day on my wall wearing sunglasses so it's the one and only it's the intimidator
1: that to bingo Dale Earnhardt was known for his signature gargoyle sunglasses on and off the track and tonight's episode of gas and go could be sponsored by gargoyles performance eyewear for over 40 years gargoyle sunglasses are the equipment choice for the battlefield the playing field and everywhere in between gargoyleseyewear.com at gargoylesus on twitter if they're good enough for Dale Earnhardt's face they're definitely good enough for yours thanks gargoyles
0: All right. Thanks Gargoyles. We'll be rocking those next week for sure. Uh, I think everyone's got a pair in the mail coming for them. Thanks to that sponsorship. So (laughs) be on the lookout there. (laughs) Can't wait. All right. Well, it's almost everyone's favorite time. Certainly Ryan's. We got five good seconds of our F1 update here. Ryan, I will give you the signal
1: here in now. My DVR didn't record the race. I have no idea what happened. I hate Comcast all right can't wait to uh hear more about that next week
0: (laughs) that was five very good seconds
1: i tell you who's not gonna pay for episode three (laughs) all
0: right let's let's uh let's play us into stage three here everyone's favorite part right, stage three bumper sticker awards. Everyone's been waiting for this, getting through stage one and stage two. Your treat is stage three. So once again, bumper sticker awards are our our chance to award our bumper sticker to whichever paint scheme we deemed the best for the last race. This all came about because the Gas and Go boys were watching a race and we thought, man, Timmy Hill runs that unsponsored truck. I wonder how much it would cost to place a bumper sticker size ad on his truck. So we reached out to Mr. Timmy Hill, and he has still not gotten back to us with that price tag. So, Timmy, if you're listening, we're waiting. So bumper sticker awards. We'll go around the horn, everyone. Give their best. Uh, you cannot pick someone that's already been picked. I'm going to give myself the liberty of going first this week since I went last w- last week. Uh, I am going with, and uh, this guy, I think, made the most drastic 180 turnaround in NASCAR paint scheme history. Dave called him out last week. I think Alex Bowman was listening. It is clear from his car this past week. The 88 Valvoline Chevy was my choice of the week. I just, I love older school looking schemes that red white and blue was just awesome i love valvoline on the hood i love any oil sponsor i wish texaco javelin would come back but that valvoline looking like the old mark martin number six buddy baker 21 kale yarborough 27 that definitely gets my bumper sticker award for the week so alex bowman you are back baby all right let's go to uh ryan who you
1: got well, I'm sticking in the same field with the oil and such, and I'm going with the four car with a mobile one. Now, it was black, which isn't my favorite, but it reminded me of those old Jeremy Mayfield, Kurt Busch, Sam Hornish Jr., the white mobile one with the big Pegasus on the wheel. Oh, they were sweet, and they should definitely bring those back.
2: I also have the little side Bush light uh, ad on on, right next to the four on the door there. It's a nice touch. You never have enough. <laughs>
0: That's true. That was a, that was a slick looking ride there. All right. Uh, Dave, who
1: you got? So in my, in my planning notes, I got to tell you, I didn't have us going to Daniel Suarez twice this week, (laughs) but I'm putting the daves.com bumper sticker on the Daniel Suarez 96, the Coca-Cola paint scheme uh, paying homage to Hispanic heritage month. um, With the, you know, the green running up the front It looks, it looks sleek. And I, I, uh, I actually, I try not to look at the paint schemes until I'm watching the race. Cause I, you know, I want to see what they look like going around the track. It, it doesn't matter what they look like in a picture. And I see this car. I'm like, that is a good looking car. And I got to tell you the night, are we sure that's the 96? It was It looked great. <laughs> Dave's.com 96.
0: Yeah, That's true. I like seeing Coke there on the side. That was a good
3: looking ride. Um, all right, Connor, who's, who's your award this week? And Dave actually stole mine. I, I love Whoa. that, one. but I'm going to, I'll, <laughs> I'll go to my, to my number two here. And it's the, my number one from last week as well. The number 47, that pink Kroger was looking <laughs> slick out there. Love the reason for it. It's breast cancer awareness, awareness month, but uh, I thought it looked cool as well. That's true. Yeah. Ricky, stand standing. I like the two tone
2: pink on it. It was done nicely. I agree.
3: And you got that Hungry Jack just like right there on the side, just reminding us.
2: <laughs> you know where you can buy Hungry Jack Kroger.
3: <laughs> At Kroger, yes, yes, you can. What does Ricky Stenhouse have on you, Connor? Like, I, it's a good question because I do not like him as a driver.
2: But guy looks slick
3: out
0: there,
2: though. <laughs> um, all right, Dale, clean us up. Who you got? All right, um, I actually had two prepared, and neither were taken, which was nice. Um, so I'm going to give both of them. The first one is the, who we talked about earlier, my guy Bubba, that 43 Columbia car looked actually pretty nice with the tire through the middle and then the different number on top. Thought that was very well done. That's um, not a tire. the little, is that the the breathing material in Columbia? Yeah, I think so. They called it like their tire tread oh, okay. uh, paint scheme though, so. They okay, knew what they, they were doing. doing. Yeah um but my other favorite one came from the one and only car that woke me up out of my slumber (laughs) driving my favorite coffee brand maxwell (laughs) but the 37 on the side on top of the camo with the maxwell i thought that was pretty cool i like that one a lot
3: you're pissing off the sponsors here (laughs) dill we got coffee wars
2: i'm (laughs) I'm bringing my own sponsors in (laughs)
1: In that eight-hour podcasting class we all took before this, they said do not attack <laughs> our sponsors and just blowing that on episode two.
0: Folgers, if you're listening, we'll, we'll still take you. Uh, but <laughs> we, got, uh, we got
3: somebody hot on your heels, that's for sure. I, I will say that was my number three car. It was sweet. That blue with like the blue camo, that, that yeah. was cool. Well, I'm,
0: I'm going to give you guys um, a surprise here in that we are going to talk about Brennan Poole two straight weeks because i thought his 15 car looked pretty damn good this week again he had the uh the red car with the sort of the the white racing strip down the not quite center a little off center uh good looking whip there man pool is pool breaks some paint schemes with them if he, you know nothing else but his car's looking all right out there did it look I'll too bet. much like uh, bubba's Doordash car it did a little bit i thought it was yeah. almost for a second
2: that stripe, I th- I feel like lends well to a road race kind of environment and vibe. That feels like That's that right, That's you know, call. Fast and Furious paint, scene, Grand, yeah,
3: Gran Turismo, the, the yeah. Dodge Viper, or whatever. <laughs> That's kind of what it
0: looked like. I thought I would have seen pool spinning once or twice, but maybe they just didn't
3: show it. So <laughs> I had to get that one from J So shout out to J Ski, of course. I really like that number 22. It reminded me a lot when I when you just see it on the, the screen of of uh, Tony Stewart's old car, the Home Depot, just that that bright orange. Every time I looked, I was like, whoa, Tony's back out there. But uh, I, I kind of liked it.
0: Yeah, that was a cool one, that, that Craftsman. Uh, there was some story behind that hospital, uh, the Children's Hospital or something there.
1: I'm sure it was. Yeah, if I'm going to uh, get a... <laughs> If I'm going to give an honorable mention, it's going to the three. Three car always looks good. The Bass Pro Shop's on the hood. Blaze Orange on the top. Uh, but if I'm being honest, it's because my man Austin Dillon is riding with my Atlanta Braves here, uh, mixing it up in the playoffs. So got a little, little double dip there on the three car, the daves.com Braves shop on bumper sticker.
0: Yeah, that three was slick. If you notice, it had this sort of uh, smoked out American flag on the side, too, behind the three, so...
2: I think I like this two paint scheme more than I like his his primary uh, blue that he runs. This black and yellow with Western Star. I'm, I'm not even sure who that is. I like that one a lot. That looked nice. you
1: are well, not going to sneak an American flag past Garrett. If that's one thing I've <laughs> learned these past two weeks. Is he'll find those American flags and he'll tell you about them.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> we can sniff them out. Uh, all right. Any other paint schemes anybody wants to bring up? Any ones we
1: hate? I talk about the 21 If in case we don't see it again. That is a classic looking car, and they should run that every single week. It looks so good out there. NASCAR should pay Ford Motorcraft to have the pr- uh, privilege of being on there.
0: I agree. <laughs> that, that old school Wood Brothers car is, is beautiful. That's a really good one. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any. Oh, here's one I couldn't stand. and Maybe it's just because who's wheeling the thing, but Ryan Newman. Who I don't know what was going oh. on there. Red, green, white, yeah, pink. That was, that, was yeah.
2: <laughs> that was real bad.
3: Newman, Newman's struggling, man. There, there's something going on there. I mean, I know he <laughs> was just about. He had, he had red, green, and then the number was like a weird, like pink <laughs> or purple color, like dark
2: magenta. It <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> was yeah. too much.
2: It was like it wasn't even like stripes, or it was just like wild shapes here and there with different colors coming in very odd color
1: very and awesome. it's another oil company and it's hard to screw up those oil companies i mean <laughs> you know it just really do an oil is. canister on there and call it a day
0: <laughs> uh, all right let's uh move it along here ryan give us the random sponsor of the week and for our listeners our new listeners even though even though we know everyone's coming back we are going to pick up some new listeners Ryan is our best eyes on the track for spotting the most random sponsor out there on a car. So, Ryan, who do we got this
1: week? So, this week, we took the departing Clint Boyer, and we're going to take a deep dive into the Rush Truck Center, because I have no idea what the hell a Rush Truck Center is. So, they started sponsoring the number 14 car in 2017. Their primary goal of entering NASCAR was to attract more people to the trucking field. Good luck. The company was founded in 1965 by W. Marvin Rush and was succeeded by by his son, W.M. Rusty Rush. Uh, They have 7,000 followers on Twitter, so maybe we can give them the GNG bump. (laughs) If you buy a big rig, you can get a million dollars off on your taxes. So Donald Trump, that's another thing we can do in 2021 to keep him down. And then uh, National Truck Driver Appreciation Week was September 13th to September 19th. Ryan, go in. Ryan, you missed it. And my favorite Clint Boyer car is the 07 Jack Daniels, like you mentioned before, uh, Garrett. That was a slick car. Back to you.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you for that uh, inside look into Russia's trucking centers, Ryan. All right. We are hopping into our next segment here. This is uh, Connor's certainly favorite part of every week. Connor, our resident Greg Biffle expert, is going to give us our Biff fact of the week. Connor,
3: what's on tap for Greg Biffle? December 21st. Two thousand seven, Greg Biffle appears on an episode of Paula Deen's Paula's Party on Food Network. Whoa! I watched it. It is the most awkward thing ever. Paula Deen is in like a racing suit that looks like it was stuffed with like packaging peanuts or something, and uh, and then he takes her on a little car ride in the parking lot afterwards, and she's screaming the whole time. It's it's quite (laughs) awkward. But I loved every second of it. What were they cooking? They were cooking steak with a mushroom onion uh, gravy. <laughs> did they're cooking the that meat? Braces?
2: Yeah. Did he have braces? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going I'm gonna I'm gonna foreshadow that for next next week's fact of the week. I'll let you know about his braces, whether he had them or not in 2007. All right. <laughs> Connor, thank you for the biff fact of the week all right
0: boys we are just about wrapped up here um heading into next week we've got the first race of the round of eight let's go around and give race winners i don't need to know why i don't need to know how i just need a
2: name so dill what do you got kevin harvick (laughs) kevin harvick will win the race and he will secure his place all right. Ryan, who do you got?
1: We were one second away from Kurt Kors coming out of uh, Dylan's mouth there. I'm going to go with uh, Denny Hamlin. Give me the 11 car. He'll, he'll bring it home.
3: Connor, give me that momentum and chase Elliot two for two. Oh, all right. Dave? Danny.
0: Danny. All right. I'm taking Harvick rebounding. So, That is uh, what we've got for you guys this week. Um, Hope you enjoyed it. Obviously, we are new at this. So (laughs) hope you enjoyed week one. Hope you enjoyed week two even more. Uh, Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast Gas. And look out for this to be dropping on all of your favorite podcast channels uh, from here on out. So thank you to Anchor for hooking us up that way. Uh, and sponsors DM us we're open Gargoyles and Folgers are already raking it in from us all right boys (laughs) what's our Twitter
3: handle podcast gas
0: yes podcast gas I did not choose that Twitter gave it to me what good you glad pictures? glad we did yeah. no
2: customization on this.
0: <laughs> well so the name is gas and go podcast but the at is podcast and
2: gas did we, yeah. you as a
1: host or were you just given to
3: us i i just said that was given to me by twitter they, they have to give you accounts now the name. Uh, no, we I could have changed. Could have been user error. Could have been user error. <laughs> <laughs> we most definitely could have changed.
2: <laughs> we
0: picked that up in a private conversation. Our listeners don't need to know about that. But <laughs> All All right. Right. <laughs> we'll see you next week.